Post podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality. Today, I've got a very awesome person that I'm going to speak to. They literally do everything. Uh, let's 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 see if we can if we can name off a bunch of things. Drag artist, DJ, uh, boss on social media, uh, events producer podcaster holy shit marissa rosa grant everybody hi marissa <laughs> hey <laughs> what don't you do is there a thing is there one thing is there a thing <laughs> i can't sing i definitely cannot sing um one of the things that i wish i think it'd be such a cool thing to just like break out to song but it just is bad it's very embarrassing um, do you do it yeah. still but it's just bad yeah, and then I try to, like, make a joke out of it because of how bad it is. <laughs> You're like, just um, kidding, unless... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People always think that I can sing because of my voice, but it's just, it's not happening for me, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, like, you have a, an amazing speaking voice, so I, I get Thank that, you. too. I'm like, you can't sing, really? I, I kind of get... <laughs> I, I'm one of those people, I guess, that's like, I just would think you could sing, Yeah. <laughs> You're intoxicating, like okay, okay. Can can we can we talk about like your podcast? I love the premise. I love everything about it. Um, yeah, it's just you, like your silky tones, like delivering me, like I don't know, comfort, <laughs> stimulation. <laughs> I'm so glad people are feeling things with this podcast. They are. I literally, um, I made it. It was just an idea that I had uh, at the beginning of the pandemic that I was thinking, like, how can I reach people and make people feel less lonely? Because I felt really lonely at the time and I was yeah. going on like Zoom dates and it's just it's just not the same. Yeah. Um, so I thought maybe I could provide like a date experience uh, that is kind of immersive, kind of ASMR like mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. can be queer straight, depending on who's listening to it. Uh, I just wanted to make something interactive and fun and it really like got my gears like turning in terms of like thinking of like oh how do I create an interesting storyline and also base it on my dating <laughs> life and make it true to me so yeah I created my podcast date with daddy back in well started writing it back in October yeah um of 2020 actually and then it went live in June of 2021 yes and mm -hmm. okay date with daddy is daddy because you're marissa daddy on yeah a, a lot of your like handles is marissa daddy and mm -hmm. uh, when when did this name develop for you <laughs> when, <laughs> tell me about the first time a person <laughs> called you daddy and you were like yes that. yeah <laughs> mm, so the first time i got called daddy Oh, this is, you know, no one has ever asked me this question. Is this a story? Am I getting an actual Yeah, story? you're getting uh, a yes. story. So the first time someone called me daddy was uh, when I was just coming into my queerness. I was getting myself out there more. I just got out of a straight relationship and finally just exploring. Um, I was really like putting myself out there. I had just like started to... Um, make my way into like queer parties mm -hmm. I met this like really <laughs> really hot woman uh at the time I was 20 24 mm -hmm. and Fresh she was like 24. 40 right nice 24 <laughs> she was 45 mm -hmm. and I was like whoa oh my gosh look at me I'm pulling like older women and she had like a really <laughs> big fancy job and um, we went out for drinks. Like, I asked her out and, like, had the courage to ask her out. Uh, used all of my, like, moves <laughs> that I could think of. Um, like, 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 took her out. Moves, like, what I, are the moves? 
I took her out for dinner, pulled out her seat. I was doing all the things that I would see, like, on, like, uh, <laughs> the L word, you know, like, trying to be uh, shame. <laughs> trying um, to be shame. Just trying to be shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, then, after some drinks, we went to a party, and we were just dancing, and she's just like, wow, I really love how you dance i really love your lips and i was just like do you want them somewhere else <laughs> oh my uh, oh it's the courage my. that tequila you know tequila gives you it's the fuel yeah yep so uh get back to her place we're you know having a fun time she is really enjoying herself and then she started like calling me daddy and i was like whoa man <laughs> And then it just made me wanted to do it harder and more intense. And I was like, whoa, not me getting motivation now. Like, Yeah, not me, like, finding, <laughs> coming into my own power right Yeah. <laughs> so I felt so powerful. And then um, I, I think I tweeted about it. I'm like, yeah, made her call me daddy. And then I was like, oh, my God, maybe I am daddy. So then I changed. I had, like, a whole moment within that, like, 24 hours. So I'm like, I'm going to be Marissa daddy. So she. <laughs> My Instagram used to just be my name, like my full name, Marissa mm-hmm. Rosa Grant. And then I'm like, no, Marissa Daddy. Yeah. And then from there, it just spiraled. And um, people in queer community, because I'm very active on social media, mm-hmm. um, would just like start calling me like, oh, Daddy's here. Oh, my gosh, Daddy, love to see you here. Um, and just Aww, people like in community. Yeah, yeah like- that it became this cute thing. <laughs> where it was like yeah daddy takes care of community um so and yeah it became lots of different things different meanings for different people um someone reposted uh like someone who was really big in the kink community reposted a picture of me with a harness on and i guess because my name had daddy in it i got a big following of littles so then i was like oh (laughs) i'm like this is so cute yeah, daddy. Yeah, <laughs> and didn't even think of that part. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. So um, from there, I was like, this was a fun mistake, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, it was completely, like, I wasn't out here as a, like, daddy in a, like, kink sense. But then yeah. I was like, you know what? Maybe I am. I really do like this. I definitely consider myself to be like sadistic so i'm like okay maybe i am a daddy dom internally dd the old double d (laughs) daddy dom yes Mm -hmm. i love that i love also how it's like in this other you know it could be a caregiver role you said yeah yeah i'll follow you and then like yeah like community daddy like you Mm -hmm. know like like people genuine i think like what people know of probably if you're outside the the queer community is like a drag mother or like you know like yes. a, you know and people obviously know like chosen family right so it's like mm-hmm. the daddy role could totally be like a figurehead in the community um which i i feel like you are that art is don't let me put words in your mouth but like you seem to just be such a fucking once again the word is boss um do people like do you have like some baby queers that are looking up to you and as a role model yeah and it's really sweet like I got called a queer elder recently and at first I was taken aback I'm like I'm only 29 yeah are you calling me old first of all (laughs) are you calling me old um (laughs) but then I started to really think about it I'm like I've been like involved in community for a really long time to the point where now I've like forgotten how long I've known certain people you know like I like came in here brand new like didn't even live in Toronto I was living out in St. Catharines I would just come down like every month or so and just connect with people more on social media mm-hmm. so I never really took in how much work I've been done, like I've done in those years and how many people I've connected with and how many people have been inspired or um, love the work that I've been doing in terms of creating spaces, especially for BIPOC folks. So it feels really good to now 
in my young age of 29 to be um, an elder and like people looking up to me and wanting to be mentored by me. It's it's a really beautiful thing. So it is, it does feel that way. It does feel like I'm yeah. more attached to community than I originally even planned. Yeah. You grew into that daddy role. Yeah. <laughs> daddy started. Some people work like outside in, you know, like. First, first you're getting called the thing, and then you grow into it. You know, <laughs> everything yeah. else follows, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. Absolutely. And date with daddy is just like, okay, I'm a person that does, um, like, I do audio erotica for my mm-hmm. Patreon. So this is something that's right up my alley, actually. Like, mm-hmm. and basically, I do a similar kind of thing, like, kind of a, a whispery, intimate scene that I'm creating, you know, like a kink mm-hmm. scene or whatever it is, but I'm speaking directly to the listener. So it's like, it's actually very similar. And funny that we're talking about daddy as like a caregiver role. Cause I actually just released one where I'm waking up the little and we're going through our morning routine together, you know? Oh, cute. And it's just kind of like, you know, I, it's called audio erotica. That that story is non-sexual. It's just um, a really wholesome, like, wake up and they had a nightmare, so they want to cuddle. And then I pick mm. out an outfit for them, and I, then I help them get dressed. And then we're going to have breakfast together. And why don't you draw me a picture? And, like, oh, that looks so pretty, baby. And, like, let's put it on the fridge together. And we're going to have a great day. Like, that kind of a thing. Love it. But I feel like... Man, I feel like Date with Daddy is, like, does a lot of the same things. Do you have, like, different, like, tones that you hit? Like, um, like different ways you want the listener to feel from episode to episode, you know? I really try to tap into, like, a fuckboy persona, (laughs) for sure, um, to give that experience. But, like, also use how I really am on dates and very uh, gentle them, like, and I very much want the user, well, not user, like, the, (laughs) I'm thinking of, like, my (laughs) tech background, the user. Um, user. I want the person listening to have, like, have that really like close intimate feel like they're actually going on this date and on this journey feeling really warm and close um i talk super close into my mic too so that they get those tingly feels um real quiet real close to the mic yes yeah and like i'll sit there like while i've been recording um if i'm doing an episode where the date is in a bar I'm like having a glass of wine so that it feels really real. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. So just really like trying to hit onto that and like storyline and just feeling like a real, real date. Yeah. The one other podcast I can think of that like feels this way, it's not the same format, but like it's called the Soft Shoulder Podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a friend of mine. Her name is Danette Relic, and um, she's a self marriage. Um, counselor self-love matchmaker Mm. um and uh is just has the warmest voice you've like ever heard in your life and like Mm -hmm. it's just like all kind of affirmations and like talking direct again same kind of thing talking directly to the listener but it's all just like surrounding mental health stuff and stuff like that and i'm like man this format to a podcast like really fucking i don't know does it for me (laughs) Like, I think it's great. Yeah, it just feels like, you know, because, like, if you're listening to a podcast, sometimes you're just, like, listening to two people talk, and you're like, ha, mm-hmm. ha, ha, my friends, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like you're in a room with them, but, like, to change that kind of uh, thing of, like, having them talk directly to you, I don't know, I feel like it, it feels so different than listening mm-hmm. to two people talk in a pod, you know? Absolutely. Especially now, like while we're like in Toronto and in lockdown again, um, especially with the snowstorm recently where we're physically lo- <laughs> like, locked in our homes too, like buried. Uh, yeah. We're like yeah. under snow. <laughs> we can't get in yeah. our cars. <laughs> we yeah, can't find no. our dogs. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because, okay, okay, Marissa, let's use this time constructively. I just, <laughs> I just had, I just had two breakups in the past month. Oh. And I don't even know where to start mm-hmm. dating again. Um, not that I'm, like, ready yet, but, like, I'm just thinking about, like, oh, God, what do I even do? And and then that extra fucking thing of, it's, like, Omicron is, is mm-hmm. everywhere, and, and also it's winter. Yeah. How are you, how are you dating right now? Because you're a dater, right? Tell me, tell me about, like, your, your dating setup, your dating life. What, what do you usually do? So I, this funny you ask, like, cause I just, uh, like officially asked the person I'm seeing to be my girlfriend this past weekend. So that's super cute. But outside of that, Aaron, I am unfortunately the worst. Like I had tried and I think it makes it harder when you have a social media presence or people know you outside mm, of, unfortunately, um, I have yeah, that too. exactly. So it was a thing that I like worried about for so long because especially in me date, like making parties, like queer parties, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm making parties for the people I would date. <laughs> so um, I'm having, <laughs> yeah, I'm like having these parties, having these themes, but then I'm like, I'm professional. I can't, you know, like how date do you decipher? Clients. Exactly. Date like, my users. You... <laughs> <laughs> the user experience. oh i like it it's so tricky because it's like how do you know if someone is dating you like or Mm. is interested in you for you Mm. or interested in you because of what they see online or how they've already decided to perceive you yeah what you can provide yes like those things but outside of that in the summer it felt much easier to date because it was like it was a hot fact summer everyone was outside yeah yeah (laughs) um you just meet people you'd go to the beach like hamlands and like talk to people um i might have gone to hamlands like a a record amount of times this past summer (laughs) same that's like our queer heaven right now like it's the one it's the one space that was Mm -hmm. uh, you know open around yeah like not closed down and so. I don't know if you went there years before, like, the pandemic. It was never <laughs> as busy as it is now. And I don't like that. I don't I like that it got know. so busy. I started going earlier and earlier in the day. I'd, like, leave oh. by, leave the island by 1 p.m. Like, I'd be coming back okay. at 1 p.m. Because... Yeah, I'll try that. Yeah, if you're... I don't know how, how hard it is for you to get out of bed in the morning. But, like, yeah, I would... I would start to do that because same yeah i and Mm. i think and it makes sense when you think about it though because it's like there was no you know nothing was open so that was one of the spaces queer people could go to Mm -hmm. um so it makes sense why it's busier because there's literally nowhere else for us to go Mm -hmm. but i'm definitely gonna consider that yeah go really really early that'd be nice it is yeah yeah Mm -hmm. if it feels like like you were saying, like it used to, like it used to feel, yeah. Mm-hmm. No one bugging you. You can just yeah. actually hang with your friends if you're there with a couple friends or swim or mm-hmm. whatever the hell you're doing. Yeah, get high on mushrooms. That yeah, was a, that was a favorite. Of, <laughs> that's oh, a chosen activity that. of mine. I've actually never done psychedelics outside, and I don't like. I heard that that's, <gasps> that's more where of a you thing do than them. it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like such a homebody naturally that I'm always like. I'm going to do it at home and paint. Oh, that sounds nice, though. <laughs> That's good, too. I think specifically yeah. mushrooms is one that you, like, want to do, like, where there's trees around and shit mm-hmm. for some reason. It's just a sensory thing where it's, like, you can hear the wind of the trees and, like, I don't know. Stuff happens. And more stuff happens that. outside, you know? Yeah. You can hear the water and, like, I guess feel the sun you on you. And... Be less in internally because I'm so in my head usually that i'd be like okay there's things outside i'm gonna try that it's all kind of amplified too so Mm -hmm. i think that might be i don't not that i'm recommending drugs to you uh (laughs) with my very experienced (laughs) like medical opinion or anything but like i feel like that might be good because you can't ignore all all of that amplified kind of sensory stuff that's Mm -hmm. happening 
So I feel like it would be kind of hard to be in your head on mushrooms. I don't know. I like that. Maybe. I shall try. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, uh, so usually I'm assuming you would be like meeting people out and about, um, and asking them on dates, but what do you, what do you plan to do now? Or what have you done in the past two years? Like when that wasn't an option in the past two years, I've used Instagram a lot for dating. Yeah. Like, like, sliding into DMs has been my way of, like, getting to know people, being like, oh, my God, let's hang out here. Or I am also a very, like, anxious person in meeting people, so I have to, like, know that, like, I had to have seen you somewhere in person before. Yeah. And, yeah, I, <laughs> or I get that a, a friend, thousand percent. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, for me on the apps, if I'm on a dating app, I'm literally just swiping um, to try and find someone I recognize from somewhere, you know, like somebody ah. is or they're already an acquaintance of some kind, then I feel mm-hmm. much better about reaching out. But if it's like a literal person I've never seen nor heard of, nor met mm-hmm. before, I'm like, how could I swipe? I don't get how, like, it's a picture. I don't, I don't know this person. How can I be like, I like you? I don't know. Oh my gosh, that's so smart because I I see people that I know on these apps and I'm like, no. Oh, I like every, I swipe right on everyone I know. Like my, my husband's, um, like friend, like, like grade school friend. Mm. I was like, Kyle, I like, (laughs) I like swiped on Kyle. And then I told Matt, I was like, I just swiped right on Kyle. And then he's like, he's like, oh, that's fun. I'm like, yeah. And then literally like he swiped on me very soon after and then gave me the cutest, friendliest little flirt. It was like, it was like, oh, let me read it. Cause it was so cute. And this was literally, like, the one time I felt good about, like, a dating app or, like, you know, this, like, online interactions. He writes, aw, thanks for the ego boost, Aaron, but we both know you're out of my league, winky face. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that so cute? That is super cute i loved it i was like thank you that was what i wanted i like put it away after that i'm like just somebody <laughs> just somebody like fucking flirt with me and make me feel something mm-hmm. it's hard yeah. man so you said in- in- instagram so instagram tell, tell me the process whose dms are you getting into like what's the process here uh definitely our mutuals um <laughs> Maybe I'll look on your on who you're following. I'll just reach out, to start to reach out to people. <laughs> so definitely people that are like within like the same kind of industry. And then I was like, kind of realizing like if you date people who are both, you're both within like the arts and creative yeah. and like content creation, social media influencers. It's so hard to find time to make for each other. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you're just always on your fucking phones. Always on the phone. Um, and then I've like just slid into people's DMs who I thought were like really hot and just was like trying to get a feel for where they're at because you know sometimes people don't mm-hmm. openly post what their relationship situation is. This is true. And I'm like. A person who is, um, like, it's not that I can't handle rejection, but when it's someone that's your mutual with, like, a lot of your friends, it's so awkward. It could uh, be totally. Yeah. So I, like, wait until for sure I know, like, we've, like, had a lot of interactions on um, Instagram, like, lots of story replies. You're heart-eyeing yeah. my things. Yeah. Flirting. Yeah. Then I'll be like, oh, okay, so uh, what are you up to on Saturday? Do you want to go to the park and go for a walk? <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a great way to ease into somebody's DMs. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, like a message in your DMs, right? Like, just cold, you know? Yeah. Is not the way to do it I feel like it's like that no. that that game of that back and forth of like oh fire emoji here mm-hmm. you know <laughs> mm-hmm. like some heart emojis over there and then you can jump in and be like because you've had enough back and forth that it's like okay we're flirting 
we see each other, we know of each other enough, but mm-hmm. this is going to feel weird to yes. message them, right? Exactly. And, like, a park, uh, like, hang or date is more, like, kind of easier to kind of figure out the feel of a person, especially if you've only known each other because you have mutual friends you've never really met in person. Mm-hmm. I find it a nice way to be like, let's talk for, like, hours <laughs> in a yeah. park and just, like, get to know each other. And then from there, we can go on to, like, bigger things. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. But, um this summer beyond um my current girlfriend it hasn't been so successful i've met a lot of strange people um (laughs) (laughs) how is the best of us honestly and i you know i can't blame them we've been locked in for so long you're like i found that when i've been going on dates with people like especially when things just open when they just said like i think it was like early or mid-july when things in Toronto were like, okay, yeah, you can yeah. be outside with a million people. It doesn't matter. COVID yeah, doesn't okay. exist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then it was like a lot of people lacked social interaction during that time. So dates were really awkward. And um, <laughs> I felt that myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't myself... know what to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas usually <laughs> I'm pretty good at it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then the whole like, it felt like I was a baby queer again and trying to be like, is this a hangout or are we going on a date? Yes. Like the queer dilemma of yeah. Like, are we is friends? This a date or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we kid like, and I'm usually like before the pandemic, I'm the type to like fuck on the first date or at minimal yep. kiss and make plans to fuck another time. Yes. Same, same. I couldn't, I couldn't even, I couldn't even all unless it just was like a growth thing or connection thing this past summer. But I did go on a lot of dates and it just was not the vibe. Even with my current girlfriend, I, we didn't kiss until like the third date. I didn't have the moves. I didn't yeah. have. <laughs> you lost your didn't mojo. Yeah. <laughs> but you would think I'd have all this time to regain it. Nope. Nah. Nope. Maybe I'll get a new kind of mojo back. What are my options? I don't know. know. Uh, Honestly, like, what was successful for me? Um, Mm -hmm. Because I just don't, again, I don't get how I'm supposed to swipe on people I don't know. I don't get Mm -hmm. how I'm supposed to, like, make that decision of, like, yes or no. Mm -hmm. When I literally haven't met you um, and know nothing about you. So for me, like, the best thing that I... Um, that worked for me this summer was like somebody set me up with someone. Oh, blind date? Fucking do it. Anybody <sighs> listening, fucking set me up with someone. Please set me up with someone. Like, I can't. I don't know what else to do, Marissa. Who was the person who set you up? Was like, how uh, close were you to this person? <laughs> okay, this is kind of a. Because I feel like I don't know if I trust my friends enough to do this. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah. You know, so like, <laughs> this is a really good friend of you, yours? Actually, okay, this was the scenario. Um, <laughs> <laughs> someone I would, a partner of mine, mm-hmm. set me up with someone. Okay, so they yeah. know what you like. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a trusted thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Marissa... Um, these are my two breakups. Those two people. (laughs) The one who, (laughs) the one who set you up. Oh, no. I laugh because I had so much hope. They both didn't work out. It's too bad. You know what? I'm going, I've upped my therapy to weekly rather than every other week. So I'm doing (laughs) Doing okay. 
<laughs> you know what? I've maintained I've maintained the metamors, which is great. I got okay. two great friends out of this who are the oh, metamors. That's nice. <laughs> that is nice. I like I no longer identify as Polly, but when I was, I mm-hmm. never had good relationships with my metamors. And I was no? like, maybe this is why I'm not supposed to be yeah, maybe that maybe it <laughs> maybe wasn't working was for you. Sign. Yeah, but <laughs> this was the I found that in like queer community, a lot of people are poly, and I wanted mm-hmm. that. I really, really wanted it. Yeah, but just it really isn't for everyone, and I really tried to open myself up. Hey, but... you can't. Um, I mean, force yourself into something that doesn't feel right. Um, yeah, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, also there is, I feel like there is a bit of pressure in the queer community to be yeah. polyam, right? Like mm-hmm. monogamous is like, what? Like, so how, why are you doing, you know, heteronormative behavior here? But yet yeah. you're also supposed to be queer and like mm-hmm. more evolved than that. Like there is that, you know, thing that that's there that, that says we should be able to be polyamorous. Mm-hmm. I and know. I tried for four years. Four wow. years. Okay, that's a valiant fucking effort. You can't, <laughs> you know, if somebody's like, oh, well, but you can't you, be like, you can't get mad at me. I literally tried for four years. Like, yeah, literally. Say no more. Don't talk, talk to the hand. Do they still say that? Talk to the hand. <laughs> talk to the hand. Because I tried for four years. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I struggle with things for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, I struggle with I want to feel priorita- prioritized. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. literally can't be the priority sometimes. Yeah. So that was me trying to figure out like, okay, is just this relationship not working, or is polyamory maybe not working like I thought about it I was like Mm -hmm. if I need to feel prioritized then I was like oh that's different than being the priority I don't need to be the sole priority in a person's life I just need Mm -hmm. to feel like I need to feel considered and cherished and you could definitely still do that in polyamory so Mm -hmm. all things I've talked about in therapy (laughs) (laughs) everyone it's always it's can be pricey but having a therapist yeah if you can afford it do it if you can afford it do it that's it absolutely anybody and everybody can benefit and and i mean you know it's hard to find a good one too so that's Mm -hmm. another inaccessible kind of thing it's expensive and i've had some shitty therapists for sure i have a great one now and i've been with her for like four years off and on Oh, that's amazing. I maybe didn't see her for one year in there, but like I saw her for a year and then didn't. And then now I've been seeing her for two solid years and she's fucking fabulous. Love um, that. And like, yeah, it takes a while, but it can take a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like dating. Honestly. Yes, it is. Exactly. Honestly. Like I've gone on first dates with therapists and been like, no, like this is yeah. actually, I, I just got an emergency phone call. I've got a, sorry. Um, you know, like <laughs> I've done that where I just, they, it felt not like something I was not interested in. Yeah. I had a therapist that like remind me to, like the, her voice and like, um, the way she would talk just reminded me too much of my own mom. But oh. I was like, no, <laughs> no. This is re-traumatizing no. me as this is speak. not it like i felt like i couldn't talk to her about things i'm like this isn't this isn't supposed to be how it works yeah but i've now had like a really great one that i have never met in person it's always been on the phone yeah. for the last six years yeah. and that is my home girl like <laughs> we have these calls bi-weekly and i get so excited to just like chat with her and like it's nice when you've had them for so long that like they know everything. You don't have to re-explain yourself. Yeah. Yeah. They know who everyone is. They know. Yeah. 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 What do you think is like key for you as far as like why you really connect with this therapist? Like what's, what's good therapy, good therapy or a good therapist to you? Um, the fact that you can 
like have real conversations like completely uncensored and i don't know if for me if it's like because she lives out in manitoba i've never seen this woman she has no idea like it was only until recently that we had a conversation where i was like talking about like my like blackness and my queerness that i was like hey i, I don't know if you know but i'm black and she's like you know she's like you know i figured <laughs> and i was like great <laughs> wait when when in the six years did that this happened maybe like two years ago and i was like wow i've like for years even i've tried to google her she's so incognito like yeah nothing on her like about her online at all um but i just love i think that might be the reason but i just love (laughs) that black by the way is so funny (laughs) (laughs) like i was just going on like venting and then i was like actually like do you even know what I look like? <laughs> That's and a I'm good so question. Tempted. I wonder if right? they're like, would, would a therapist Google you? Like, come on, they're people. They're humans right? like, like us. I like, <laughs> I sent her a video when I did this commercial once. I sent her the video and I was just like, I think that's like the first time she's seen me. <laughs> um, but like, it's just so funny to me. But the thing that I feel like uh, makes a great therapist, in my opinion, is just being able to be like completely myself and not have to hide things like um chaotically on my third date with my girlfriend uh we got matching tattoos and i was like oh and we like tattooed it on each other as like my therapist how do i how do i tell her this because she is so real with me I, like, had a really bad relationship, like, when I first started um, my sessions with her, Mm -hmm. just got out of a really bad relationship, and she was telling me, like, straight up, she's just like, Marissa, you need to be with someone who understands that sometimes you're a bitch, and I'm like, yes, (laughs) thank you, tell me, (laughs) right, thank you so much, like, who else, right, like, who else is gonna tell me straight up like that, that one, like, I can be a bitch, but then also that I am one. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of my core identity. Right. Like, and I was like, from that day, I was like, you know what, Angela, you're a real one. You are a real one. And I've talked to her hung over. I've been like, like, I forgot that I had a call with her and I was about to, like, do, like, when I was doing stand-up, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm, like, a little drunk right now, but, like, let's talk. <laughs> let's do this. And I felt so good before my set. So, yeah, that's, like, that's my home girl. I love that so much. <laughs> I love that it's a phone. You're doing phone calls. Like, mm-hmm. not even a Zoom where you're... Yeah. I, I do virtual, but, like, I do a Zoom or whatever uh-huh. where I'm seeing her... Um, and how's so, that for you? Um, doing virtual. I mm. I like it because I think um, she is pretty emotive, like in the face, mm. like a, she's okay. expressive, I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. Like sometimes like recently, because I've had some I've had some pretty heavy appointments recently because I'm just like mm-hmm. just, you know, emotionally like run over by a fucking truck. Mm. I see her like wiping tears and stuff. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, that's, that's, you know, she cares about me and she knows what I'm going through is shitty. Like that just validates my, me feeling so shitty about it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, to see her, you know, Mm -hmm. um, care, you know, yeah, feels, I don't know. That feels good to me. That that's funny that you pointed out though, about like how, they can really be real with you. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I also had to see her for like a couple years before she st- really started being like, Aaron, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like she wasn't being polite about it anymore. She uh-huh, was like, uh huh. <laughs> like, she would fully just be like, that's not true. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, she recently, like, I was going on, you know, she likes to challenge the narratives I have, you know, about myself, mm. right. Which mm-hmm. is really important to me th- that I feel challenged in that way. And sometime I'll like, you know, go back to like a familiar kind of toxic narrative I have about myself. And she's like, I'm not going to talk about this anymore with you. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> she's like, I will not entertain this narrative. 
<laughs> she's like, stop talking. Down. Yeah, she's like, stop talking <laughs> about that right now. Stop talking. We're not going to talk about that anymore. And I'm like, oh, wow. shit, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, I value that. I really do. <laughs> mm. Oh, my gosh. I need to tell Angela to tell me to shut up about certain things sometimes, too. Because... Yeah, you know. <sighs> sometimes I need to be told to stop that. Yeah. You know? Like, for me, a lot of what I deal with, like, all mm-hmm. my brain will spin out, you know? It'll do that mm-hmm. thing of, like, mm-hmm. it'll just be thinking these shitty thoughts, and it's hard for me to snap out of it, like, when I'm by myself, right? And I have, yeah. like, you know, I have tactics and this stuff I kind of do, um, and I've worked a lot on it, obviously, but, like, if I'm ever doing it, like, with her, like, mm-hmm. she's the one to be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that today. Not today, Satan. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's, it's important, like, for me to just get that feedback of, like, I am doing that. Nope, you're right. I was doing that. And I didn't clock at that time. So thank you for, you know, catching me on that. But... Yeah, man. She's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> know what we were saying recently? You know how there's like a Spotify or, or whatever the app is and it does the your year end. Uh, yes. You know, where it tells you your favorite artists and songs. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, one of my partners um, was like, I wish I could have this, but like for my therapy for the year. <laughs> like, like, hook it up. Tell me like the summation of like all the things we said the most you know what I mean like what did I need to hear the most (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's the same thing because it's like what did I listen to the most you know it's like what did I hear the most like give me the top 10 here Edna so great and then you just (laughs) (laughs) great name I have to say, you also have the best laugh, like, (laughs) and all the times that I've, like, chatted with you or, like, heard your voice, like, your laugh makes me laugh. (laughs) I'm going to take to a comedy show, what can I say? (laughs) You are, oh my god, yeah. You know what? Legitimately, like, that is one of my uses as a partner, like, like, like. I will laugh at your joke. Yeah, and they put me, like, if it's a show, they're like, oh, here's your seat, and it's, like, right in the front row, like, because (laughs) it just gives people, like, confidence and, like, you know, feedback, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's, like, one of my jobs as a girlfriend, for sure, to be sitting (laughs) at the front to make the whole room know what's up, you know, Mm -hmm. encourage them to laugh with me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a lot to offer Marissa. (laughs) See, my therapist would say, stop, stop that. Stop that. But I have that to offer. I'm a laugher. (laughs) Put that in your dating bio. Have you tried field? I heard that's a good. Okay. Is that a Paul? That's the polyam one. Yes. I haven't tried it. No. I'm on the stupid fucking Tinder. Tinder, Hinge. I found a lot of, like... I met a lot of really nice people on Hinge. I've heard of Hinge. Is that... does it? What's the deal with that? So it's like, um... It's similar with the whole swiping left and right, but there's, like, um... Instead of people having bios, there's a lot of prompts. So it could be, like this picture is on my mom's fridge and then they would put a picture they could be like this is me venting about blah blah blah, and they could put a voice note about something they want to talk about and then you can hear their voice um so each picture that they post comes with a prompt and then they can also like write cute things too and then you can see like age city um okay i feel like there's other things it's really cute it's just i find um with these apps, when you're queer or, like, looking for, like, like if you're not a man looking for other people who are not men, mm-hmm. you have, you run into the trouble of people not replying, not yes. responding. Yes. You match, yes. and then no one talks. Yes. 
So that was another <laughs> very annoying thing for me with these apps. Because it's the same thing. They're like, yeah. match like a friend or match like a date. We don't yeah. Know. Oh we'll my never gosh. know. We'll never know. We'll go True. on non-dates. Is this a date for like years and still not yeah. know? We'll be dating for years and still think we're friends. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. We'll be fucking. We'll be living together. Yeah. And then, and then we still won't know for sure. Are we roommates? <laughs> or. <laughs> exactly that. Oh, I hate and love the confusion. It's kind of endearing. <laughs> oh, it's part of the appeal for sure. Because yeah. then you can just openly flirt with everybody and, yeah. and have it be kind of mysterious, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's a real, like, um, low risk, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, like, mm-hmm. if you flirt, and, like, they don't, like, you know, ask you out on a date or, like, you know, do something yeah. that's, like, date territory. It's, like, not a huge loss because mm. it's, like, I don't know. You can just unabashedly flirt with your friends, I feel like. Yeah. There's always tension. Always. <laughs> and then if it gets weird, it's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, we're friends, man. We're joking. Get off no, my chill. pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Get off get my out dick. of it. Get off my get out of my pussy and get off my dick. <laughs> yeah. Please and thank you. God, dirty <laughs> mind. Get it out of the gutter. Can I ask you about this fucking dating TV show you were on? Oh. <laughs> Can you tell me about it? The uh, dating unlocked. Yes. Oh my goodness! What a fun time. So I got casted to be on the show called Dating Unlocked, where basically there is one person who's like the hero dater and they get matched with three different people and then there's elimination. So um, they really explored queerness because it's a very queer show and Yaz um, is the host. And that's actually the first. Yeah. And that was the first time I actually met Yaz, and we've been, like, great friends since. Nice. Um, They're the best. Yeah. And it was such an interesting time. Like, I never really thought I would ever end up on, like, a reality TV show. (laughs) (laughs) And never thought that I would, like, be on a dating one specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, yeah, it was a very interesting time, the way, like, TV works and, like, TV magic I have no idea right now how it's going to edit up to be, mm-hmm. but um, the episode did involve kink, mm-hmm. and I did some fun things with the flogger. I said a lot of really fun things in the episode that I thought would make the commercial, but they just have like a, uh, a five-second clip <laughs> of me bending over <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> the hero dater and spanking them with the flogger so um <laughs> this will be very interesting to watch with my girlfriend so um you, you got the, vil- the villain edit yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely so uh, i am excited and nervous to see how it goes um yeah i really i really have no idea how it all looks like i don't want to spill too much but um it's quite interesting, and it's going to be very fun to watch with my girlfriend. That's all I've got to say. It comes out February 11th nice. on Out TV. So, just in time yeah, for I'm V-Day. really exactly. I'm really <laughs> excited because there's some other episodes with people that I've been on dates with um, that I'm very curious to see what they did. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> queer community is so small, and like this summer more than ever, I really like put myself out there in the dating world. Yeah. Um, so yeah, multiple people that I dated have been on different episodes, and I was very nervous that I would end up on a date with someone so that when I you dated already before. dated. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then just subs- oh, just immediately get like taken off the show. So- <laughs> And, like, I asked them before, like, the producers, I'm just, because we don't get to see the person. Right. Um, they get to know all the information about us beforehand, and we, like, submitted tapes before yeah. to audition for the show, and then they use that now for the show. So I shared a very embarrassing sex story. <laughs> oh, no. 
that involved um wait maybe i won't say <laughs> maybe they cut it <laughs> keep it in the vault yeah um <laughs> that i was like oh you want to use that oh, okay oh, shit. Cool, cool cool um <laughs> So we will see. But yeah, the way the show works is they have the three people plus the person who is being set up on the dates. Yeah. Um, they do not challenges, but like different activities all together. And after each activity round, the person who's being set up on all the dates then chooses someone to eliminate. Mm-hmm. Um, the final person... Um, like the person that the person who is going on all of the dates Mm -hmm. then chooses who they want to go on a date past the show. Mm -hmm. And that person then has the option to walk through the door and meet them there to continue dating them Mm -hmm. or not show up. So right. So it's very interesting the way it all works and like to be behind the scenes and see it all really, really interesting. So amazing. What an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Definitely one for the books. Um, I'm happy I got the opportunity to do it. And now I also know, like, behind the sea, like, tea and drama. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I thought of recently? Because I'm so just like, how the fuck do I date? I don't mm-hmm. get it. I don't know what to do. I remembered, because um, I used to produce a stage show. Um, mm mm-hmm for many years um and what we used to do at the stage show was like someone would volunteer that they wanted to go on a you know a 10 minute date with someone and it would just be like a conversation two people that hadn't met would sit down and have a conversation on stage you know like and it was a date um i and i was like (laughs) i don't know i'm like how can i replicate this for myself i was like Mm -hmm. like Because in the show, we would get, like, one volunteer for the audience. Like, we'd literally have someone on stage, and they're like, I'm here to go on, like, you know, there's, you know, lots of different things happening on the show. But, like, for that 10 minutes, they're like, it's just me going on a date. Is there anyone in this audience that would like to go on a 10-minute date with me on this stage? And so the volunteers go on a date, and it's really cute. We give them an activity to do, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they just go on a date in front of the audience (laughs) trying to think of like yeah no pressure guys um (laughs) and i'm like how can i replicate this for myself but in lockdown and i'm like yeah i guess i guess that's going on a reality tv show (laughs) dating show that's it that's that is how you would do that well, actually, I'm I'm doing uh, with my party, Brad. We're doing like this virtual speed dating thing, which is similar. Oh, but it's like you go on these like five minute. Um, it's like this app that basically puts you on FaceTime with strangers. Oh my um, god, that's sounds... we're also looking to date. Yeah, I'm gonna send you. I'll send you an invite. It's Could super you? cute. Yeah, it'll be so fun. It we've done it like throughout the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and. We're bringing it back, I think, don't quote me on the date, but early Feb. Okay. Um, And yeah, you log into this website and it kind of creates this world where you choose your preferences. Like if you're monogamous, not monogamous, um, how you identify um, and then um, the people you're looking to date. And then it blasts you into this world and you only match with people who are within those same interests as you. Oh, I love that. Right. And you get on, you have five minute dates. If you guys are enjoying yourselves, then you can extend it. Um, But it's like very consensual thing. Like you can send a request to me to extend it by two minutes. But then I have to also um, like the other person has to also agree to take the other extra two minutes. And then you can play games with each other, too. So really similar to what you said. Yeah. Okay, speed dating that. i don't mm-hmm. mind that i just yeah i just need to talk to people you know i can't yeah on pictures i don't yes because i find too like sometimes people don't take great photos and i think oh most people don't uh like i've like shown my like tinder profile to my friends and i've been like honestly like what am i doing wrong here like why yeah. i'm gonna not matching with people um 
if that are like people that I would date. Like I paid before for that Tinder gold or whatever, and you can right. see who is interested in you. And I'm like, wow, am I just, you know, like what am I, what energy yeah. am I giving out? Um, but yeah, that's why I always found that meeting people in person, either like at a party or a social event, um, I was more successful that way, but I've made some really great friends in just producing this event. Like I don't go on there to go on dates, mm-hmm. um, but I've been on there and just really connected with some really sweet people who've been having a good time, just getting to know other people. Nice. This has been so lovely, man. Mm-hmm. You just counseled me on dating. It was great. No problem. No problem. I hope to see you at the event. I think you'll have a fun time. I hope I can come. I, this sounds amazing. I love this, honestly. Because mm-hmm. um, my only other thought is like, okay, here's something I did, which was really stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did it on my work profile, which was probably my number one mistake on my... <laughs> <laughs> like my Dom profile, which okay, uh, okay, just only idiots follow me on there. <laughs> if you're an idiot that follows me on there, I love you, but you're probably an idiot. <laughs> um, but I, I in just my IG stories, I just wrote, um, dating apps suck. Flirt with me, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was, you know, you're hoping for what? Like I. What I was hoping was that someone would flirt with me and I would look at their profile and be like, you're good looking. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to message you back. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what I was hoping for. But most of the people that follow my work Twitter or work Instagram are faceless profiles (laughs) (laughs) because they're, you know, you know, it's they're following a kink like facilitator and they don't want like, you know, I guess they Mm -hmm. don't want people to know they're doing that or something Mm -hmm. so most of them are blank profiles most of them are like like i was like flirt with me and then left a little dialogue box most people still did stuff like step on me mistress oh and i'm like that's not a flirt (laughs) no (laughs) that's you trying to get free dirty texting out of me Mm -hmm. like it was so frustrating i'm like what a disaster like and then some of my lovely friends gave me lovely poetic flirts you know oh um but you know if there were people i had crushes on um you know they didn't (laughs) engage It's never them. It's no, never it wasn't. them. There were like a handful of people that I was like trying to fish for, actually, you mm. know? And none of them did. And I got a bunch of like, somebody just wrote like, punch me in the abs, please. I was like, I, and then Marissa, I messaged him back just to be like, that was not, that's not a flirt. I was like, I don't understand how that's a flirt. And he's like, I uh-huh. thought you would like it. And I, and I, and I was like, I do this for my job. Why would I want to do this for a stranger? You know, do my job for a stranger that I don't yeah. know. Like, uh-huh. and then he's like, and then he writes, maybe you should punish me because I'm a bad boy. And then I was like, congratulations, you're blocked. And then I see, <laughs> I see him type, wait, what? Right before I put the block <laughs> button on his ass. <laughs> I was like, and I'm taking this story down. I'm yeah, not waiting the delete. full 24 hours. I'm just taking delete. this flirt story down. Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried something People different. Just, what can I was say? Was this also during <laughs> the pandemic? This was like because the other day, Marissa. People are extra thirsty right now. You oh, know, just... In a not a good way. No, in the worst way, because now it's not just, like, beginning of the pandemic where people are a little shy and horny. Um, people are pent up. Pent up and horny, yes. Yeah. Yes. The most, yeah, bold and horny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not a good mix. I've, like, even had to stop, like, posting, um, like, thirst like traps thirst tra- things. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. you know. Ugh, it sucks yeah i i guess mm-hmm. yeah i shouldn't have done on my work twitter i should i might try this i might listeners i might try this on the bedpost um Ooh, yes Insta. i might we'll see how it works there mm-hmm. 
but it was a f- garbage fire on the other and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marissa, we should be wrapping up. I want mm. you to tell all the people where they can find and follow you. As I said, boss on social media, people. <laughs> where do you want people, some follows and whatnot? So on, I think, yeah, I've now set it up. So all of my social media is at Marissa Daddy. That is M-A-R-I-S-A-D-A-D-D-Y. You can also check out my podcast on all the streaming platforms. That is Date With Daddy. And mm. yeah, don't add me on Facebook. That'd be weird. No, don't um, <laughs> <laughs> But definitely like check me out on Twitter where I put all all my horny tweets um (laughs) yeah (laughs) thank you so much for having me erin oh my god my absolute pleasure for me everybody uh stay tuned for this flirty ig story at the bedpost podcast um (laughs) my other insta is at the lady pim twitter is where i'm most active at the lady pim one we have a Patreon. It's the Bedpost Show. We have a YouTube channel where we will see an episode of Bedpost product reviews that I did with Marissa with butt pugs. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was so Check fun. Check it out. It is the Bedpost Show on YouTube as well. And then last but not least, I'd like to thank the person, the lovely human who has done all the uh, original music for my pod. And she is Stephanie Copeland. You can check out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. Marissa, this has been amazing. I'm so thankful uh, for you making the time for me tonight. Absolutely. A pleasure, truly. Truly. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, everyone. And we will see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here in the studio talking about sex and sexuality on the MedPost podcast. Get fucked. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!